Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. What's going on? Uh, what's going on? I don't know. Not a whole lot. It's cold here. It's cold here. It's been a very contentious evening for us. Has it? Yeah. Why? Because you're making me do this podcast <laughs> recording. We disagreed on when it should be done. Yes. I just want to get it over with. Yes. And not that, not over with. No, that's not what it because is. Because I am a good husband, you always win. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog. Um, on there, they are talking about a new PhotoPass offer. That's right. There are two new PhotoPass offers for the spring. Uh, the first one is a Memory Maker extended capture offer, where if you get the Memory Maker between now and May 19th, you can capture any photo taken between now and June 18th rather than the standard 30-day window. Nice. So that is pretty cool. Yeah. And then they are also offering the Memory Maker one-day extended capture offer. So if you buy the Memory Maker one day, they're allowing you to download photos and videos from the next day as well. All right. So it's perfect if you're just going for two days. Right. I know. And what do they charge for something like that? Do you know? Um, let me see here. Of course, they don't list the prices no, because it's, it's, Disney Parks it's the Disney Parks blog. Yeah, if it's anywhere else, you. they give you they give you pricing. Yes. Okay. Um, they just came out with a new D twenty three collector set. That's right. When you order, uh, uh, when you join D twenty three and you join at the gold level or the gold duo level, you now get a new collector set called D twenty three celebrates fifty most magical years of the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, this includes a um, usable tin lunchbox, which harkens back to some of the classic lunchbox designs of the uh, late 60s and early 70s. You get a set of collector's pins, Florida's Fab Five, which uh, includes Orange Bird, uh, Henry the Bear from Country Bear Jamboree, Figment, Captain Rex from Star Tours, and the Yeti from Expedition Everest. You also get a full-size D23 pennant which was designed by Brett Iwan, who is the uh, voice of Mickey Mouse. You get, in partnership with Walt Disney Records, a mini version of the Theme Park soundtrack album on red vinyl. This is a 7-inch disc that is an exclusive uh, pressing for the D23 group, and it includes the song Bear Band Serenade from the Country Bear Jamboree on one side, and Nothing Can Stop Us Now, which is a current hit from Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway uh, on the other side. Um, and, uh, that's, that's quite a lot of stuff. And there's also a, um, newsletter. Well, you know. A newsletter. Yeah. There's a newsletter. That's yeah. right. It's more than a newsletter. It's like a magazine, isn't it? Well, the magazine comes every month, but there is a, a newsletter, a newspaper in there, which, uh, gives you some of the stories of the Walt Disney Florida project. Oh, I see. So okay. it's kind of like a replica. Gotcha. Newspaper. Yeah. Uh, going back to the PhotoPass offer, a one day, um, PhotoPass Memory Maker is $69, and then the longer ones start at $169, I guess, if you pre-purchase. If you pre-purchase prior to $199, if you purchase after the fact. Yep. All right. Um, Star Wars The High Republic. Uh, This is a book series. You have some news about it? Yeah, they had their launch event yesterday from Lucasfilm Publishing, uh, posted the video on our page. Uh, But this is a multi-year, multi-media type event. So it's books... But it's, uh, we've talked about this before, it's young adult books, graphic novels, um, novels, comic books, and it goes across all of these lines. And it's the stories of the Jedi, 
about 200 years prior to the beginning of the Skywalker saga. So it's when the Jedis were kind of at their peak. Um, and this is just a new group of Jedis. There's no, no uh, Skywalkers involved. Um, the only character we will know is a little guy by the name of Yoda, who's only about 700 years old Uh-oh. during this one versus the 900 he was when he uh, passed away. Gotcha. So uh, very exciting. The first issue of um, the High Republic comic book comes out this week. So that is on my poll list. Um, and they've got a couple of, of, you know, novels that are actually due out. I'll probably skip the young adult stuff, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it because these are characters that nobody knows and there's no association, you know, like Ray and Kylo Ren. Okay. You know, but, but there was still Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. Princess Leia, you know, this is a completely new, new go at things. So could this very well turn out to be what the next three movies are about? You know, Mm -hmm. the next trilogy, possibly. We'll see. Very good. Uh, We have a California COVID update. It's related to dentists. That's right. Uh, The state of California has now authorized dentists to provide or or give the COVID vaccine. So weird. It is. It's very weird. Okay. I guess they just need to get as many health professionals as they can. I mean, dentists are doctors. Yeah. Yeah. They have a ton of training. I mean, it's not like they're chiropractors. (laughs) I'm, I'm sure sorry can, if I've offended. Now we're going to get a letter from a chiropractor. I'm sure they can handle giving a shot. Hopefully. Um, more Disney discounts have joined the annual pass discounts that we talked about earlier in the week. Actually, they were Florida resident discounts that we talked about earlier. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the four-day yeah. four-park ticket. I thought um, I had this one. Yeah, well, you tried. I did. So they have released uh, a whole slew of discounts. There is now a room-only discount that is valid for travel uh, between April 18th and July 10th. The offer must be booked by July 10th of 2021. And as usual, it is up to a 35% discount, and it's a tiered discount. So your deluxe villas and resorts are going to max out at 35%. Your moderate resorts cap out at 30%, and your value resorts cap out at 25%. All right. Is that it? Uh, that's it for that discount. Then there is a new Florida Florida resident room-only discount. Um, it's along the same lines except uh, moderates, I'm sorry, deluxes are going to cap out at 30%, moderates again 25 and value resorts at 20 Then there is the, uh, oh, that's the same story, sorry. Uh, there is now the package um, that has been released where you get two days free. We had mentioned this a week ago. It was going to go live. Uh, So you now get two days free on any stay of four nights or longer. You get four park days. You get two park days for free. Correct. Not Not resort stays. Right. So it's only off of your tickets. Right. So I know I just quoted something for someone with a six-day ticket. Essentially, they're paying for a four-day ticket for everyone. Right. And the price drops a little bit, but it's not, uh, you know, it's not a, a noticeable discount. You could probably do better on um, on a resort discount. That is true. And it all depends. Um, and then if you're interested in going to Hawaii, um, Disney has extended their discounts for Aulani. Uh, if you stay for five or more nights between March 12th through June 10th, you can save up to 30% on your room. It must be booked, however, by May 28th. Okay. Yeah. Is that it for discounts? That is it for discounts. Then how about a Tomorrowland update? Oh, perfect. Well, the People Mover, which we all thought was going to be ready to go this weekend, 
has uh, had its refurbishment extended through January 30th. <laughs> Even though they were testing some full cars the other day, um, they've decided to uh, push it back. Why? Why? Was it even closed for? What are they doing? It's been closed since March. I know, but this this is the theme today. The theme is what can we break? <laughs> okay, so then my next question is, what else can we break? Well, it's not necessarily what can we break, but what's not getting worked on. Uh huh. Um, and that is that the Tron Light Cycle Run uh, delay has quietly been confirmed. There was an article in USA Today showcasing what is coming to the Disney parks in 2021. And it was confirmed that Tron Light Cycle Run will not open during their 50th anniversary later this year. Bummer. Um, and that came directly from Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman Josh DeMauro, who said that the coaster isn't expected to open during the park's 50th birthday year. What a bummer. Yeah. All right. Um, so, you know, I'm sad about all these things, but at least the Rivers of America must be about ready. Well, construction workers have been seen walking around the uh, track and in the drained river of America, and uh, work the drained con- river of America. And the work continues on Tom Sawyer Island. So, um, all of the new track uh, has been installed. Um, the old track is out. Um, you know, Harper's Mill on Tom Sawyer's Island still has uh, construction scaffolding around it, and uh, you know. Who knows? Who knows what else is being done? They've laid the track. They've scooped out all the the mud and silt and stuff that was in there. Um, you know, it's funny because if you look at it, they're they're actually while guests are in there, they've got trucks driving down there, which is so un yeah un Disney. Uh huh. Um, but uh, you know, it it progresses. I guess it's good. Okay. And it's supposed to extend through February twenty eighth and reopen in March. That's fine. I mean, I don't really miss it. No. I mean, I kind of miss the water. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, this is of most interest to me. There are two new desserts that have come to the Magic Kingdom. That's right. If you know, if you can't get on Tron, Tron Light Cycle Run because it's not being worked on and not going to open, and you can't ride the People Mover, and you can't get on the River Boat because the Rivers of mm-hmm. America are drained, you may as well go spend some money on a dessert. You can try the new Cotton Candy Cupcake. Ooh. Uh, that is available on the Main Street at the Main Street Confectionery. It's five dollars and nineteen cents. And uh, it is buttercream with a pink and white swirl that tastes just like cotton candy. Yum. Yeah. And then the other new snack is pineapple must be a big thing this year because they now at the Main Street Confectionery have a pineapple cupcake, a pineapple frosted cookie, and pineapple fudge. Ew. So it sounds like someone got a discount from a pineapple supplier. Pineapple fudge. That sounds gross. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I'm in Epcot. It seems that Donald is gone from the Grand Fiesta Tour. Say it isn't so. That is true. Last year, it was Jose uh, when he disappeared for almost a week. And apparently yesterday, Donald was uh, propped up against a box to keep him from falling over. (laughs) And when the ride opened today, Donald was gone and has been replaced with a sombrero. Oh, yeah, so the Grand Fiesta Tour is down one caballero. Uh-oh. Maybe he's hiding under the sombrero. Maybe. Maybe he went to get one of those pineapple fudge pieces. <laughs> Maybe he went to go get a margarita. That's That would be you. Yeah. All right. Um, also in Epcot, at Frozen Ever After, the boats there now have plexiglass dividers on every boat. So it was just like certain boats? Right. Okay. Now it's all the boats. Now it's every boat, every row. Okay. That's the whole story. That is the whole story. Um, 
Also talking about Epcot still, the Harmonious Barges. It seems they're having some issues already. They're not Harmonious have, hasn't even started. Well, Harmonious hasn't started, but we did talk about the Harmonious Barges being pulled into the middle of the World Showcase Lagoon uh, so that they could be a water element during the daytime. Uh, these gigantic barges have large video screens on them, and apparently one of the barges already has a row of dead pixels. So they're playing something on these when they throw them out there? No, they're go they're water fountains. Kind oh, well, of like, then how do you uh, know there's dead pixels? The because they have the uh, when the screens are lit up, they're kind of a, a grayish color, and there's a giant white line. So they must have been testing them, and one of them already has uh, a dead spot. Gotcha. I mean, you know, I get frustrated when it happens to a television when we buy it, but picture what it would be like if you've spent all these months and all this money on a barge, you tow it out. And the first time you turn it on, you've got an entire row of pixels missing. You know what it would be kind of like? What's that? If you invested the time and money to buy icicles for the house and you hung them up painstakingly and then some of the icicles didn't light up. Yeah, that would really stink. It would. Uh, we have an update on Journey of Water. What, what? I don't even remember what Journey of Water is. I'm sure I should know, but... Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, uh. is going to be a water attraction on the walk between, well, in the area near the land and the living seas. Okay. Um, and that was expected to be part of the reimagining of Epcot. And while it is still going through, um, it is also on the, well, it is also conspicuously absent from the list in USA Today of attractions that are going to open in 2021. I don't know. I need to get my hands on this uh list. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll send you a link to the article. Okay. But Josh DeMauro says, don't worry about it. Uh, there's no reason to panic because this was uh, slated to be a part of Epcot's 40th anniversary oh. in 2022. Great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Garden Grill Restaurant. If everything is going wrong, at least we can go sit down, spin around, and enjoy some food with characters. You would think. Yeah. But the Garden Grill... Uh, the turning mechanism is not currently working. I mean, that's the best part about that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that is where they have Chippendale's Harvest Feast. Mm -hmm. So you know what cast members are telling people? What? That Chippendale have messed up the motors. Oh, well, they were probably, if they're not running on their little wheel, then maybe it just doesn't go. That's a good point. All right. Um, the liquid layer fountain has had a work order filed. Layer? I just met her. Um, <laughs> that's not appropriate. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, do you know where the liquid layer fountain is? I have no idea. The liquid layer fountain is the splash pad slash fountain area outside of the imagination pavilion. Oh, they have the right. dancing waters. Yeah. They have the water fountain. that looks like it's going up yep. from the water. Um, and they have a, Disney has filed a general, uh, work order or, or pulled a work permit, uh, just to provide labor material and or electrical for construction. No word on what the construction is going to be, if it's going to be a refurbishment, a retheming, are they going to remove it? Um, they haven't said. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Because, you know, in the hot summer months, those dancing waters, you know, They're kids fun. go up yeah, there yeah. and play. It's like a little splash pad. Right. Yeah. Get that back. Uh, make sure that's working by the summertime. At the Rock and Roller Coaster, it's not open right now. It's not. Why? For the fifth day in a row, it has not opened. It has not yet opened in 2021. Yikes. Um, it has just been closed due and uh, closed due to technical difficulties. I mean, that's not one of the things that closes a lot. 
You know, it's not no. a ride that tends to have technical difficulties. Right. So five days, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Do you know what I found out over the weekend? Do you know what they did with the uh, rock and roller coaster over in France? What? They are retheming it to Iron Man mm, as cool. part of their Avengers campus. It's fun. All right. So we have a big Animal Kingdom update. Yes. Huge. Huge update. Something exciting is happening at Conservation Station. Um, no, just in the park in general. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the new conservation elephant, new conservation fun elephant buttons are now available. Oh, so nice. So you know when you give your dollar donation or to you the don't. conservation fund. Well, right. we, we usually give once a year yes. or every once other a visit. year. And uh, they now have a new button that has an African elephant on it. Um, and I did not realize that every year, because I think we usually refuse the button. Do we? In yeah, most probably. years. Um, the button is designed by an Imagineer named Morgan Lee Richardson, who has designed each of the Conservation Hero buttons. Oh. Now, I've heard that these buttons don't actually latch properly. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's, so just a part of it. it's just a part of everything being broken. <laughs> All right. Um, Disney has filed a patent also related to Animal Kingdom. Oh, what could it be? Does it fix the Yeti? Because that's been a problem. It very well might be fixing the Yeti. Really? This is a patent on technology that will limit robotic vibrations. Uh, the Yeti has been motionless for 12 years because the vibrations when he moves uh, cause problems with the ride building itself. So I guess there's, there's three components to Expedition Everest. It's the ride, the show building, and then the Yeti. Mm -hmm. You can't take the Yeti out because he's inside the mountain. The mountain right. was built around the Yeti. Okay. When the Yeti moves, the vibrations somehow, I don't know, damage or are not are not good for the ride or the building. Mm -hmm. So they've just decided to leave the Yeti motionless for 12 years. So what this new patent is going to do is supposed to counteract the vibration. It kind of works the way um, noise-canceling headphones work. Is mm -hmm. the noise-canceling headphones actually um, hear the sound around you and then phase invert the sound waves. Wow. So what this is going to do is it knows how the robot's going to move and it's going to counteract the robot's movement. That's crazy. Yeah. Very neat. Hopefully let's hope, it works. I know. Let's hope it works. I want to see that Yeti in action. Um, where are we here? Oh, uh, pressed pennies. So for 2021, it seems there's some new pressed pennies and medallions available. Yep. New pressed pennies and medallions are available. They now have the 2021 logo on them. Uh, they're kind of, you know, a fun thing to do. I remember trying to get the kids all excited to mm. do it. And uh, I like to do one every now and then. But, um, you know, they've been updated. Uh, I miss the ones that used to have the old crank on them where you turn them yourself. A lot of them nowadays are automated. Um, but uh, they do have the 2021 design on them. Cool. Uh, Gideon's, the bakehouse that they have in, uh, I want to see downtown Disney, uh, Disney Springs. Yep. They've finally given an explanation as to why they're closed. That's right. They posted an Instagram message on the fourth, I'm sorry, on the third, stating that they were closed. Um, and then it was updated. And I guess whoever manages uh, their uh, Instagram account said, it would seem I picked a bad night to disconnect and watch the Bee Gees documentary. <laughs> um, he's thanks everyone for their concern. Uh, they're still in the soft opening mode. They learned a great deal over their holiday test run. 
and have put the brakes on to deal with behind-the-scenes logistics ahead of their grand opening. Yeah, that's what I had figured. That yeah. makes sense. And they're directing everyone to keep an eye out to their Instagram account for additional news. Honestly, that makes so much sense because places do these soft openings and they roll right into a regular opening. It's like, well, what was that? Right. Whereas this makes a lot of sense. You do a soft opening. What works? What doesn't work? Close for a little while. Right. Sort out the kinks. And, you know, and then you're ready for your real opening. So very smart of them. Uh, also in Disney Springs, the M&M store is getting its facade. That's right. The white primer is gone, and they have put down the first coat of yellow paint. Um, and uh, there's going to be shiny yellow panels there once it's all done. So very exciting. Cool. Looking forward to the uh, I know. We, M&M love, store. we love an M&M store. Um, at the Poly, the monorail station continues to be dismantled. Yep. The, most of the roof is gone, and uh, there's just two roof sections remaining. So there's there's not going to be much there. It's going to be essentially a whole new monorail platform. All right. And you have some Disney Cruise Line news. That's something we haven't had in a very long time. That is true. Um, Disney Cruise Line's website today posted an open position for a lifeguard on Castaway Key. Now, why would you have a lifeguard on Castaway Key if you don't have people going there? Right. So, you know, will this lead to, you know, the announcement that they're going to resume cruising? Uh, I can only hope. Right. Uh, I don't know why you would want to, you know, um, unless the process to bring a lifeguard on board is going to take seven months. uh, You know, I I can't see them doing this. Are you ready, though? I mean, if they opened up cruising, are you ready? Well, don't forget, they've got to do test cruises. They've got to get their processes and protocols validated. Yeah, but you don't need a lifeguard for test cruises. You don't, but they're also going to have to have protocols in place on the island. Yeah. And the lifeguards actually live on the island. And, you know, they do, they clean the island. They disinfect everything. They're in charge of the cleanliness of the rental equipment and the uh, So you you think they want to get somebody hired so they can get them trained? Exactly. All right. So hopefully we'll get more news about more positions and crew members being moved back and all that good stuff. All right. I had a dream last night that we were going on a Disney cruise. Yeah. And it didn't occur to me until we were about to get on that, like, we were in the middle of COVID and it was just a really bad idea. Hmm. And then I panicked a little. All right. Yep. All right. Um, In entertainment news, uh, WandaVision, which we've been waiting with bated breath for, uh, now has its theme song. It's being featured. Yep. Their new TV spot features their theme song, and the theme song was written by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, who did the songwrite, uh, who were the songwriters for Frozen. Oh, cool. So they've not only written the theme song, but they have written unique songs for several of the episodes. Uh, the time frames in this series range from the 1950s to the early 2000s, so there's a whole bunch of different musical styles that are in there. Um, it'll be, it'll be very, uh, very interesting to see what they do. I think the music is going to be one of the highlights of that show. Yeah. And we're only, uh, what, 10 days away from the premiere? Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, Disney is going to be broadcasting an NFL game on six different networks. Yeah, they're calling this a megacast. The game is going to be aired on ESPN. It's a wild card game between the Ravens and the Titans. And there's going to be a little bit of everything. On ESPN is, of course, the game. Um, On Freeform, uh, they're going to have the game, but they're also going to have a halftime segment with... um, DJ Khalid, Khalid, and some other folks. Uh, it's going to be more about pop culture. On uh, ESPN Live, I'm sorry, ESPN Plus, they're going to talk more about um, uh, the gambling aspect of it and betting numbers and 
the hosts that are talking will not be necessarily broadcasting the game, but we'll be talking about the betting and, uh, you know, about the odds and analysis from a uh, money standpoint. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Daily Wager crew and the broadcast team from NFL Live are going to be handling that. Um, So ESPN2 is going to have another broadcast and they're going to break down strategy with analysis and real-time commentary. So they've got this running across like multiple networks. Um, And it's, it's interesting because the ESPN contract with the NFL expires in 2021. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be coming up for renewal. So, you know, do you want to show the NFL that you can broadcast these games on six different platforms to get the the, the biggest maximum number of viewers that you can? Yeah, because I was going to say, what is the point of this? Like, is it such like a fantastic game that they need it all over the place? With No, I think that this is a test for them to show that they can do it and to yeah. showcase it to the NFL. Gotcha. Because it's not just that people want to watch the game. I mean, there's a segment who bet on all of these games, right. you know, of the population. Um, and, that you know, that broadcast is going to come partially from Las Vegas with mm-hmm. odds makers and whatnot. Right. So it's an interesting thing. Um, it, it'll be interesting. You know, will people stay on one channel? Will people jump back and forth between platforms? Right. Uh, it'd be, be a very interesting experiment. Cool. Yeah. I say that a lot. What? Yeah. Cool. Oh. Um, that's cool. Joe Rohde had his final day as an Imagineer. Well, that's a little sad. That's right. January 4th was the end of a four-decade run uh, for Joe Rohde, uh, Imagineer extraordinaire. And I like that on his Instagram post, and he said that uh, – after today, I will just be Joe Rohde, creative guy. <laughs> uh, but he did leave a pair of his work boots t- with the uh, Walt Disney Archives, which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he wore those on every project that he worked on. Really? Mm-hmm. They must be pretty worn out. Mm-hmm. I get to see them now. Yeah, those are pretty worn out. They are. They must have been high quality, though, to make it that long. To make it through 40 years, right? Um, let's talk about some of the other things going on in Florida, like Legoland. Yep. Legoland has a, uh, free preschooler annual pass that's available from now through February 3rd. And it gives three and four year olds a full year's admission to the Winter Haven theme park. Uh, you do have to purchase it at the will call window, not online. You have to have a copy of the child's birth certificate or passport as proof of age. And the child must be present to redeem the pass at the window. Okay. The child must be four or younger uh, at the time of receiving the pass. Nice. Yeah. That's a fun thing to do. I mean, it would be better if you could just like get their free pass and then send them off and be like, here you go, go on in. Right. Now I guess I want you to stay with him. <laughs> you have to buy your own ticket. Okay. How about Gatorland? Gatorland has dropped admission for their Florida, for Florida residents for the month of January. It's the lowest price since 2014. And you can get in for $9.99. Wow. All you need is a valid Florida ID. A single day pass is normally $29.99. Gatorland has been open since 1949. Very cool. Yeah. Fun to go to. Yep. Uh, Bush Gardens. How about them? Bush Gardens is starting their Mardi Gras event. Um, they're going to have Mardi Gras events uh, beginning uh, January 16th. And uh, they will run on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, it is included with regular park admission. Their celebration will include bead throwing street performers from a distance, which is interesting because whenever I've had beads thrown, they've always been from a distance. It's <laughs> right. not like you've got a guy two feet Chuck next to you throwing your head. beads at you. 
Uh, they will have live mu musicians. They will also sell Cajun food and other cuisines, including beignets, Creole-style shrimp, uh, crawfish etouffee, pork po'boys, and hurricanes. That actually sounds like a really nice event. Yeah, it does. All right, well, I think that's all the news. Do you have any words in closing? No, I've got nothing. All right, so until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.